Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really, at this point, that's your fault. And now, on with the show. I, um, oh, man. Yeah, we uh, we had a little mini-adventure because our one, one-and-a-half-year-old uh, was running down the hallway uh, and then fell oh. and then curb-stomped herself right between the eyes <gasps> on, on the front step. Oh the no! So it was just like it's just like little petty running feet, and then a huge thump. And I mean, I mean, Mia, you know the dread when you hear yes! the thump and then the cry. Yes. And then we went in there, and it was like a balloon. It was like, oh <laughs> my god! So I know I like, exactly hey, what you're talking about. On visit to the ER. Yeah. Oh no. She okay? <laughs> oh yeah, no, she's fine. It was like nothen. She That's why like I'm laughing. Yeah, happened. you know. <laughs> we were more freaked out than she was. It was just like it's like we you can't have a concussion. <laughs> don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. Hey, wake up. Hey, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "I'm a baby and it's 9:30." And it's like, ah! <laughs> Sugar, take all the sugar. <laughs> oh man, I uh, so me. I know you. You know the the, the fears and the dreads around oh, yes. that as well. The parenting, Absolutely. parenting is an epic task. It's an epic job. It's 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 never the same thing twice. And that is why the three of us decided to dedicate an episode to the top five best movie parents ah, or parent of all time. Thanks, Do you Drake. Did you like this segue? Did that, that was a pretty was good segue, right? Spectacular. Just good enough here. for a high five? Good yes. For a high, five? high five. Should we high five? High five. High five. High five. High five, high five son. Woo. High five. Don't let me hang it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of High Five Colon, the podcast part of the Project Hyphen Nerd Podcast Network. We are here again to talk about movies and shows and things that we love because it's fun to love movies and people work hard at them and we want to love them. I am a cinephile and all around neat fella, uh, one of your hosts, Jay. And, and as always, I'm joined by Courtney. Well, yes, there you are. <laughs> I uh, there was a delay. The internet I made me look me. mean. <laughs> <laughs> and I am the wannabe selenophile Mia. <laughs> Selena selenophile? Is that like Selene? Is it is oh it's like Selene Selenophile is someone who loves the moon. I meant cinephile. Yeah, or, <laughs> I think selenophile is someone who's really into Selena Gomez. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say that's not that's, I'm a, not, I'm a, that's not me. I appreciate I'm a, her. I'm a Selena Gomez. <laughs> Are you? Uh, 
No, really? I'm not. I do. I do appreciate the new show. Um, they I've heard very good things about Only Murders oh, in the Building, the show she's in. Um, yeah. I've heard good things about that, but I mean, I I don't have I don't have really strong opinions either way. I think she's talented, and there you go. Whatever. Yeah, yeah Selena. Like I'm, not... a Selena, I'm a Selena file too. I guess why not? Yeah, she exists. I don't really have an opinion about it. I maybe like. I'm not a Selena phobe. No, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. That was good. That hit my phone. Um, I um, I have to, I have to ask because I do, I do forget. It. I think, think it. Mia, did you add the top five parent topic on our list, or was that Courtney? I think that might have been me. Yeah, I don't remember that being okay. me totally fine i love the topic i think it's super fun so i was just courtney what like movie parents what what are you thinking like where did the topic come from why this yeah. one I'm, I'm so happy we're doing it um well i was um i was homeschooled by two very loving parents but like you know like i didn't have a lot of outside scope on like how the world worked really until much later in my life um, so a lot of what I got was from like watching TV and movies. I was, I, at the, even as a young person, I love TV. I love movies. I was always like trying to study and understand how the world worked from that perspective, which is obviously not a great way to learn about the world. But like at the time there, you know, this kind of understanding. Art imitates life and life imitates art and art imitates yeah. art. And now here I am talking about movie that, parents that inspired me. And so, uh, or like that really impacted me. Exactly. Um, and even just like now as an adult, just like watching different movie parents, I'm just like, man, I wish my parents would have said that to me when I was younger yeah. or, like, you know, just things I'm just like, that is really beautiful. And you can almost tell that the writer and director were like, I wish someone would have said that to me when I was younger. I'm going to say that now through my character. So that was what I, I chose. I love, I love that. And honestly, personally, you know, as someone with kids, I have so like my perspective on it has changed a lot um, yeah. because just like I was the same way. I would watch them and be like, oh, this is how parents act. And I had, you know, great parents. And and but it was also like that's that's the way like that's the thing. But also yeah. and I am not I'm not nearly as ashamed enough to say this as I should be, but I still so much from movie because exactly what you said courtney i'm like that is a great thing that that dad said to that kid yeah and then i'm like yeah. logging it away and my kids like similar situation is like here i am with the great one-liner and people are like you're a great dad i'm like thanks steven soderbergh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and so like that i i can't um now Mia, you've done this as well you've stolen stuff from movies to do right yeah, I'm not the only one who does this. No. Okay, good. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, oh, are you man, a mom? Was... Are you a mom? Yeah. I have a, I have a kid. <laughs> I had no. I, this is all real life on the pot. I had no idea. See, yeah. people blowing minds left and right. Yeah. High fives all around. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have her full time or anything like that, which is a sad story. But the first three I'm... years of her life, I that stuff is painted it's like it's just like perfectly you never yeah you never forget the first three years you never like forget it, the first three years it's like it happened yesterday yeah like yeah uh, when uh, i when i dream about I, um, her so i dream about her as a two-year-old and a three-year-old i had no idea yeah, i had yeah. no clue i didn't even bring that up all oh that's okay that's okay not uh -huh. a problem i don't hide it 
And I was just shocked because Jake kept referring to you like, oh, Mia knows. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Wait, why does Mia know? Why don't I know? <laughs> Sorry, I connect because it is that. It's just that deep in grade, especially those cu first couple of years when they're helpless, you know. And it's mm -hmm. it's such a big job. And movies do try impact. in so many different ways to impact it and show it and yeah. show the good in it and show the bad in it. And so the idea of focusing around how movies show parents, portray parents, mm -hmm. have parental characters that do things. I was very intrigued by this. Um, yeah. And I personally, and I saved this question for the episode because I wanted to ask both. Okay. When I I was putting it together. I was struggling at a handful because there are so, there are just some stories that have great parents in them, but the movie's mm -hmm. not really about those great parents. They just happen to be right. in the movie because most of the time, if the movie is about the parents, they're shitty yeah. parents who learn to be oh, better yeah. or they're good parents who the world falls apart and things get really shitty. So it was like, well, it's going to be hard to be like, well, they're the greatest parents in cinema because 80% of that movie, they're terrible or, yeah, or yeah. whatever. So that's, I was really kind of balancing the, you know, like, what was I looking for? I was looking for ones of, well, that parent, either singular or plural, is setting a great example and is consistently great. Like, that's what I would have wanted or that's what I want to be as a parent. And that's mm -hmm. kind of the... That's kind of what I was looking at it from because I have yeah. I had a whole list of movies and honorable mentions and things like well this doesn't fit and this may fit and this kind of fits and who knows if this fits so I'm yeah. curious like what were you guys' stipulations putting the list together? Courtney, you go. Okay, I think mine was very much like what really cut me to my core in any stage mm. of my life that I was like oh this really impacted me that I, I, I get kind of what I referenced earlier, like what I wish a, a parental figure, my parents or anyone who was in my life would have said to right. me or demonstrated this kind of like um, affection or insight to me, regardless of the movie, regardless of like that, like if it were about parents or not, most of these movies really, uh, truly the ones that I've listed aren't really about the parents, <laughs> just like them yeah. and them to the characters. And just kind of what I, I wish I would have maybe had a little bit more of in different ways. Like not, I mean, I again, I have great parents, but like more like what I'm like, oh, I wish I could have heard that at that age because that mm. would have really changed a lot of things for me. Now so I need to encapsulate that. Like what a good way to do that. Yeah. So I agree. Uh, mine was, I was super specific. I wanted. Oh, awesome. Yes. I wanted a parent like, combo. Yeah. I wanted a parent combo because there's not enough positive parent combos out there. Um, there's a lot of single parents. There's a lot of, hello, hello. I'm here. Hello. Hello. Here. There we there go. There we go. <laughs> um, my, my camera was messing up everybody. <clears throat> and then I wanted it to not be based on a true story. Mm -hmm. um, okay was okay. not allowed to be based on a true story because uh, I wanted a writer who could write good parents. I didn't want for anything to help them. I wanted them to give me good parents without the help of a true story. So like ones like Pursuit of Happiness couldn't be that because that's a single yeah. parent that's based on a true story. Um, the uh, Blind Side, great parents couldn't do that based on a true yeah. story. 
Um, so there was there were several things that I was like, no, 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 no. I want parents, and I wanted to. I want them to be written, and it was also super hard not to pick ones that were animated. <laughs> I did yeah. end up. I ended up with with uh, only one fully animated parent couple. Um, but I tried really hard because I wanted, I wanted that real life aspect too. So like I was very hard on this list. Um, Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't, if I went on impact only, it would have entirely been single parents and half of them would have been animated. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. I love that. It's, interesting okay i'm in a i i have two of each actually i have two single parents and two animated movies on my list i won't say if they're all if they're they're related or not okay yeah i that's interesting because i was i wanted to that was one of the things that i struggled with was was like Mm -hmm. really figuring out and i'm kind of using the q method for this is there's Mm -hmm. all the different representations of like i picked this one because of this reason i picked this one because of this reason as opposed Mm -hmm. to a true ranking system except for number one my number one was number one with a bullet from the very second this Same. list was recommended yeah Same. number one with a bullet so i'm excited i'm excited to get there um what's well, people don't even use those ranking systems anymore where it's like the rolling stone number one with the little dot beside it because it's oh, been yeah. on the number one charts for 10 weeks or whatever yeah. You don't even use that. Oh, you young and kids. They're missing out. Anyway, I, uh, they are missing out. I I was going to say, I was going to be like kind of dance around some parent conversations a little bit more, but I am I have some honorable mentions to kind of show you Same. some of the, the ways I was thinking about this. Okay, well, honestly, Mia, I want to start with you because you have yes. yours was very specific. So what were some of the honorable mentions? Get us into the headspace that you were in for a little bit. Okay. Um, my honorable mentions are um, Tiana's parents from Princess and the Frog. Good one. I thought of her too. I, Did you hear I, that she's getting a spinoff show? No. I'm I'm so happy that I get to introduce this to both of you live on air. They announced it at that Disney Plus day. They are doing a Disney Plus series starring the original voice actress. And it's called. (gasps) Anika Nani Rose. Yeah. Anika Nani Rose. And it's, and it's called Tiana and it follows her like getting the restaurant started. I think. Oh, my girl's going to get her. And it's a musical. It's a musical show. So they have songs in the show. No. Good. Anyway, I bet her parents are, are in that are heavily featured. So good, good choice. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Choice. So that was that was one of them. And then the other one is Mr. and Mrs. Little from Stuart Little. Oh, oh I didn't even think of They that. were they're just uh I couldn't put them on my list because they were too wholesome. Yeah. I still wanted like real parents. Um but I first thought I first like they are they're the type of parents everyone wishes that they could have like just like the no fighting it's not real love. yeah it's just like yeah. Yeah. yeah they're 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 the um they're the dream they're they're the yeah. dream that will never be a reality so they couldn't yeah. be a part of my list but they yeah. truly are a wonderful That's parenting so funny. team yeah I, I love, love that. that I uh, one of my honorable <laughs> mentions is. 
one of my honorable mentions is the Brady Bunch for that exact reason. Yeah. Wait, we we included TV shows. The, but the Brady Bunch movie. Oh, okay. Hey, you grandfather, then, and I see you. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but that was the same reason I didn't have. That was an honorable mention on mine because it was like that's just yeah. not any kind of real. It's just no. it's too saccharine, too idyllic. But I mean, that mm-hmm. was you know, the other one was the Cratchits from oh, Christmas yeah. Story. Yeah, Bob, okay. Bob Cratchit and his oh wife. They're gosh. they're taking care yeah. of all those kids. They're doing it with a smile on their face. Seriously, yeah. that one's yeah. tough. Yeah. But again, Dickensian story. I mean, it, come on, it's it's. it's mm-hmm. And my last one was, and it almost made it. It almost made it, but it didn't for probably reasons that we could all dive into. But my last, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, the that Robin Williams' dad so from Mrs. Doubtfire. That was <sighs> like the links he went to to be a better dad. Yes. And that was the thing because yeah. he wasn't a good dad most of the movie, mm-hmm. but he was a good chunk of the film. Yes. But again, it yes. was just, I, I thought of it, wanted it, I liked it, but it wasn't quite there. Yeah. Courtney, yeah. honorable yeah. mentions. What about you? I have two. Uh, and one, which, uh, depending upon when this comes out, will already be kind of timely, but the parents in Dune in the new. So Dune. good. They're amazing. Yes. And, I mean, again, I talked about this in the episode, but like the tension of like them knowing what they got to do mm-hmm. as their role in like the empire and what have you, but like also right. like loving their son and like loving him for who he is. Beautiful. And like, oh, just it was so good. It, it just understanding like now that I'm getting a bit older, seeing my friends who are parents, understanding like what they have to go through of like, I love my kid, but I got to do X, Y, and Z to make sure that, this all this happens. There is so complex to be a parent. So many complexities to being a parent. So uh, I'm not a parent. Um, I don't. Just for me personally, I don't think that's going to be in my future. I, that's more of a decision that I've made. Like you know, um, I'm putting that out there for any eligible bachelors. Who also, don't want kids. Hey, t- hey, Timothy that. Chalamet, you listening? You don't. Yeah, you don't. Do she would only do it for you, though. I would like, love to have your. And I would have doing it. They'd be so gorgeous. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Oh man. They Our did, kids she would do it. With, yes. with the cheekbones oh. and the nose. I, oh my god. They would be radiant and our eyes would melt. Yeah, thank you for saying that. <laughs> would help with one. I would be the mediocre looking parent. He'd be the beautiful parent. Be the beautiful parent. <laughs> I think that's how um, that's how that works. I rebuke Honestly, those words. Thank you. <laughs> I feel that I in my soul. I always <laughs> said the same. Thing is like with 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 me and, and Amanda. I was like, well, I'm the Kevin James of the relationship, and she's the pretty one. I would be the Kevin James. <laughs> I would happily be the Kevin James to Timothy Shallow. <laughs> um, I will do that. It's fine. I accept. I accept that with great pride. And then my second honorable mention um, are Bob and Helen Parr from The Incredibles. My only good, good choice. And again, I think that balance of like. They're trying to find out who they are and rediscover who they are with their family. They love their kids. They want their kids to have a great life, but they also had a life mm-hmm. of their own. I can understand that tension and that like need to fig- to rediscover yourself when your kids get older. I can only imagine just for my friends who've had kids again, that yeah. I think that, that I think that Pixar did a great job with both movies of showing 
they want to go live their lives and they want to still feel themselves, but also still be good parents and good providers yeah. to their kids. So I thought that was a really good, so I think, and I think that they're great parents too. Like I would love to, to have them as my parents. I think that'd be cool. Um, so those are my honorable mentions. Awesome. Awesome. Honorable, awesome. Honorable mention as people, as listeners of the podcast know, the Incredibles is one of my favorite Pixar movies. So it's anytime so someone talks about the Incredibles, so I'm, I'm going to be very happy. Uh, but the other thing that would make me happy is if, should we list? I think we should list. Yeah, I think we should list. I think so too. Let's I think list. So too. This is where we make a list. The list. Three, two. List. All right. Um, I am just going to make the call and say, Mia, you have to go first because your list is very specific and I'm so excited. Okay. About it. So, so you, you have to go first and then I'll go. And then, and then Courtney, uh, you, you can go, you can, Perfect. Uh, we'll save the best for last. Oh, yes. well, oh, well. <laughs> All right. Mia, start okay. us off. Your number five of your my, very specific parents list. My number five. Isn't a throwaway. I don't want to list it as that. But it is the most lighthearted um, one in my list, I think. And it's uh, the Bakers from Cheaper by the Dozen. Yes! Yes! The Bakers from Cheaper by the Dozen. They still have the hots for each other. They still feel like a team. Uh, They're handling so much, so much at once. Um, and still managing to make it happen, still enjoy being around each other, will listen to each other. Uh, you don't you don't see a lot of like, gosh, that, that's truly my favorite thing is that after all the time that they've spent together, all the kids that they've had together, they still like each other. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was so important to me, to me watching that because my grandparents had 12 kids. Oh my God. And Born they in heaven. Yes. Um, I am the 11th grandchild and there's 33 of us. So oh my, my mom, my mom was the 11th child. I was the 11th grandchild. Unfortunately, my child was the 12th wow. great grandchild. So we were so close to getting a trio of 11. That, but that is very, <laughs> that's in, that's intense. Okay. Now, yeah, now remind on. me, and I yes. should know this, but for whatever reason I'm blanking, was Cheaper by the Dozen a remake? Yes. Of I another think so. it was. Yeah, the because there was is. another there was a um there was another movie that was also about uh problems with parents, but it didn't have Steve mm-hmm. Martin. It had uh No. Oh, who did it have in it? Okay, so there was Yours Mine and Ours with yes. That was that's the one I'm thinking. Yours Mine and, and Ours. Lucille Ball that they remade with Renee Russo and Dennis Quaid, I believe. Yes. Dennis Quaid is the one I was thinking of. Yes. And then the original She Brought the Dozen. I don't remember who the original cast was, but the re- the remake was Bonnie Hunt and Steve Martin. I don't remember. And who that's the, the one you're talking that's about. That's the one I'm yeah. talking about. Because okay. that's, that's the, the one, one that I, I have seen and I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a sucker for him. I know not everybody digs what Steve Martin does, but for whatever reason, I've I've loved his comedy since I was a little boy. Yeah. So any and even the shitty movies he's in, I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, I like this. Like, yeah, Steve. You're right yeah. to my funny bone immediately. So yeah. exactly, that movie was important for a layered amount of reasons. But there yeah. oh that's, man, that's my number that's, five. Wow. Well, <laughs> I, I 
I'll follow up that, and I, I had to hold my tongue a little bit, because my number five is Courtney's honorable mention. My number five is Helen uh, and Bob Parr of The Incredibles. Oh, yay! yay! So no. they're one of my animated ones. And I, Courtney, I, again, I had to stop myself from agreeing so much that I didn't have anything to say uh, right yes, now. But I, like, the, the thing that I love about The Incredibles, and the reason they're lower on my list, even though the movie is one of my favorites, is so good. I think that they are working. Like, I think that's the mm. neatest thing about that movie is that it's a movie about people with superpowers, but it's probably the most grounded movie yeah. that Pixar made. Yeah. And it literally is about parents struggling to figure out who they are and how to raise and and the struggles of like, I know my kids can do these things, but the world is a dangerous place and I don't know how to balance like keeping yeah. them safe and but not minimizing their potentials and their gifts. And then literally at the end of the film, like being able to be like, we are a family because of our quirks and we can mm -hmm. use them together and help each other. And just I I. And the second one, I don't, I dig the second one too. The second I one like a lot the of second fun. one. And it's, it's more, it's even them like working as a family a bit better. And so, yeah. yeah, for all of those reasons, and I just think, I think Pixar knocked it out of the park with that one. I think Bob and Helen Parr are great parents because they're role models for all of us that even if you have superpowers, it's, this isn't the easiest job and it's not the, and you as a grown up still have to struggle and, try yeah. and i like that i like that they that they really built a story around a family that did that and so mm -hmm. yeah that's that's my number five yeah oh, i love the way you summarized that too because that's i i would agree with that 100 percent um well my number five is a little unconventional because this person is not technically the parent and also is a single parent in that regards and it is uh Every iteration, well, let me, I'm burying the lead a little bit on this, but uh, I'm just going to say Aunt May from the Spider-Man series. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's I, a good one. I mean, Uncle Ben and Aunt May, I mean, and I know Uncle Ben doesn't really, like, he's not always around. around. Yeah. yeah he but they, around. they made an impression, and his okay. legacy and his memory makes an impression. Yes. Sure. And I just, Talk more I about Aunt just, May. I love, I love, I, I, I chose mainly Aunt May. I mean, obviously Uncle Ben is great too. And he, he tells with great power, power comes great responsibility, that great line. But like, he's not around as much. He doesn't have yeah. to deal with the aftermath that Aunt May has to do of losing her lover, her partner. And also raising this teenager who like is trying to figure out his life, who is uh, by all intents and purposes, a great kid, but like dealing with a lot of stuff being a teenager. Mm. And I think in every iteration we see her in, you know, from like, um, you know, like from the uh, the the with Tobey Maguire to uh, Andrew Garfield mm. to now with um with uh Tom Holland and even in the Into the Spider Verse series, you see her. She's yes. a present one of those, and I think a testament to like how great Spider Man and uh, Peter Parker is as a person is because of her and the hardships he went through and them going through these these hardships and loss together, and um, being a fan of the comics as well, just seeing that dynamic played out. I think. I know that's very more into the comic book territory. Than that's the what I, I was going to actually pull in. I was going to pull in some of the comic stuff, like in Aunt May, especially like with her being the director of Feast eventually. Yeah. Like just yes. the good she is doing yeah. around. Um, yeah, but like the, the community service there. She's like not the director, but she's like the, one of the managers right. of it. And, right. um, and man, like, yeah, it's just she is such a good example for him. 
Right. And, and again, like he had an unconventional upbringing just because mm-hmm. how life has gone for him. Um, and so I think that like a lot of the goodness from him comes from uh, his, his environment. And I would say, you know, obviously up until Marvel with like the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Tony Stark coming in, whatever. But I would say predominantly that was all Aunt May, you know, yeah. um, like definitely in his like formative times of becoming Spider-Man. So she is my number five because she is a badass. That's a good one. I didn't even yeah, think of is. her, but she is. That's a good one. Thank you. Oh, man. I all right. Well, me. Both. Yeah, we're back around to your number four. This is, oh, is going to be an intense. This is going to be a great. Yeah. One. yeah. Okay. Um. My number four has already been listed. <gasps> My number four is, I put them down as Elastigirl and Mr. Incredible. Ah! Yay! <laughs> I put them down because a lot of, a lot of the same re- <laughs> a lot of the same reasons that you did, Jay. Um, but I wrote them down as their individual um, superhero names. Because a large part of that movie was them resonating and finding themselves again in the midst of being parents and wanting to save the world and wanting to keep their relationship. Like, there are so many delicious, delicious layers to that movie. And their relationship and co-parenting and the honest storytelling of that, despite it being despite it being a cartoon movie was just like their fight. It's not about you, Bob. Like, like there's silence, but fill fill the silence with the words guys. So fill the silence with the words. Oh yeah. That that little scene was uh, integral to how they were going to function with themselves and with the kids for the rest of the film. And I loved, I loved that. And I, I think, um, with all the heavy themes involved in the movie that it was uh, almost essential that a movie like this had to be animated because it would have, I think it would have been too heavy for people yeah. to grasp onto if it were a live action film. I agree. Well, and the, one of the other things about it, why did I didn't mention this, um, but I'm glad that you brought up um, their, their superhero names because mm. it, I, I do love that aspect of it as each movie is about them each individual parent kind of refinding themselves and refining their strengths and everything. And, and man, we, we can talk about it all day long with Pixar movies, Mm -hmm. but especially the Incredibles, the voice cast, like Craig T. Nelson as Bob and and, and Holly Hunter specifically as the thing, the, the, the scene that I think of that just, it's one of the first ones you see Helen in as the, the mom character, her Mm. Helen character, but it's when she calls him at work and she's like, I finally unloaded the last box. Ah, there's like yes such, it's so yeah. real like it's such yeah. a, she, oh, she's great she's we've great. all I been there her. yeah we've yeah, all been there <laughs> she's so proud okay so it's proud. your turn jay okay well i i stuck with the animated route uh okay. so my number four is an animated movie and i it's not a character that's in the movie a lot but my number four is Andy's mom from Toy Story. Oh, yes. God, I thought about her too. Oh, that's that's a mom. I Well, that's, that's one of the reasons that I wanted her on the list is I wanted to highlight a mom and I wanted to highlight a single mom. It, she appears to be a single mom. Let's put it that way. Right, I'm right. going to assume I've always watched those movies and thought and assumed she was a single mom. I'm so we're just going to go with that. Yep. 
And Andy grows up to be such a, a good kid. He has such an active imagination. He's, you know, giving his toys to Bonnie at the end of the third one and making me cry. And, you know, yeah. she's raising those two kids by themselves. If you watch their houses throughout the movie, she's doing well. She's taking care of them yeah. kids and she yeah. is giving them Christmases and she is giving them toys. Mm -hmm. And if you watch the movie from the sense that it's, you know, not magical and it's all like Andy's, imaginings of the adventures that his toys are having then she is developing a man a, a man who is imaginative yeah. imaginably creative yeah. and she is giving him the space to be that and it's just everything about andy's mom everything about andy points back to him being raised by a phenomenal person mm. and yeah. we only see andy's mom so that's why i'm highlighting her i think she needs i i, I more characters like her need to be focused on. I, I love her. I love that so. because, yeah, like parents who encourage imagination and, and, and creativity, like that's, I mean, I, I would we all be here if we didn't get that, you know, a little bit in I, some way? Exact, exactly. And she's yeah. just, man, and Andy's such a good character that you know he was raised just immediately. Yeah. Yeah, like he he seems like a great kid and a, now a great adult. Um, yeah, man, that's a oh, that's such a good choice. I thought about her too. So, and um, I I honestly struggled because I didn't really want two Pixar movies on my yeah. list. But damn, mm -hmm. if Pixar doesn't tell parental he, stories well, they yes. killed but it. Was, you know, it was a family story and then like a single mom. So I thought it was different enough yeah. that it was okay. It is. I would agree okay, with that for sure. Yeah, because I think that, yeah, just the way that they frame families, too, in both of those series, mm -hmm. I think is very different, too. Um, but, yeah. Well, my number four, uh, going back to more live action, and this is just, like, nostalgia and also just, like, looking back and rewatching this movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're good parents who did what they thought they had to do. Again, another unconventional parenting situation, but... Elizabeth James and Nick Parker from the Parent Trap movie from 1990. Hey, also yeah. the superior version of that film. So thank you for choosing. I would hundred percent. Lindsay Lohan killed it. Haley Mills, you did fine. You set the groundwork. But Lindsay Lohan, at like age ten, nailed it. So good. <laughs> um, I chose them because I think, like, one because I think that movie was so ingrained in my psyche as a child. Because that movie came out when I was like, I don't know, like six or seven or whatever, maybe even mm -hmm. like, like it was just like I I don't know much of a world without the Parent Trap starring Lindsay Lohan. I don't know that. It much. was such a quintessential like '90s movie, like yes. '90s Disney movie. Yeah. I got into fencing because of those girls. Like I, mean, because of, like, <laughs> I, I competitive fence for a little bit. I was poker I for me. Yeah, poker as well. <laughs> and, um, so I just um, and just like seeing what lengths that those parents also went through to give their girls a good life while also still living their lives, and then eventually realizing that like they were meant for each other. And that's beautiful. But like mm -hmm. I think kind of I I think there's a bit of a theme maybe for me where it's like. Adults who realize I need to live my life. This might not have been the right person for me at the right time, but I'm going to make sure that my kid has a great life while I um, while I, I continue to pursue my dreams. I think is a great a great balance of like, don't give everything you have to your. I don't, I don't want to say don't give everything you have to your kids, but like <laughs> live your life and also give everything you can to your kids, but also make sure you don't lose yourself in the process. And I think yes. they're 
examples of that. Mm-hmm. Well, and and as and I would I would argue that it is more of a detriment to your children if you don't have anything that you're passionate about that they can watch you love yes. and be creative around outside of them because then it makes them yeah. think that they're the center of the world and that's that's sad and it's kind yeah. of mean to say but i mean it is very very true and this it is. they kids need to see their parents love the things that they do and and, and yeah. live their lives and succeed and be examples yeah. outside of just you know focusing on taking care of them and getting them fed yeah 100 <laughs> agree yeah, like being uh, being homeschooled and growing up in that kind of environment, like the kids were kind of the center of the universe for every set of parents that I, every set of, every all the kids I knew, every set of parents, that was like their deal was like homeschooling, going to church, doing this and that. Like, I don't even know, mm-hmm. like there was no like discernible like uh, interest that these parents had, including yeah. unfortunately my own parents to a degree, like, you know, like I, there was different things I picked up from my parents and my dad likes to write, he's very creative. My mom likes to right. craft, stuff. but like, mm-hmm. as far as them pursuing other goals or dreams, a lot of these people I grew up around were like, their parents were like, we want to get married, have a family. That's it. And for we're me, to go to work and go to church in the end. Yes. And I think that like, again, that worked for some people. I'm not going to knock people's lifestyles, but for, sure. for me, of course what a healthy like life you can have like you can have you can have it all you just have to set your expectations to a certain mm-hmm. degree of having it all i think absolutely and I think mm-hmm. movies like that again what the fuck do i know i'm talking out of my ass i'm not a mom you know whatever. <laughs> but i think that there they, you can do that with a certain yeah. degree of expectations and time management to an extent and movies like this i think offer that insight to like yeah uh, uh, the mom in Parent Trap was a fashion designer. The dad became yeah. a vineyard owner. Like that's so those extreme like levels, but like, you can do something to those ex- to that to that. Yeah, and definitely. Do and still be a good definitely. Anyway, oh yeah, so. I, I I think that's a very important message, and it's and it's fun. You know, kids need to know that they suck and take up a lot of time. And they do. They're mind they, they, you know You're not you're not the center of my world, there, kiddo. Sorry, you're kind of a monster. Yeah, they are. Anyway, luckily they won't listen to this for like sixteen years. Um, (laughs) I'm just saying. Oh man, that's a good one though. And and I do. I love. I love that. uh, That it is. I had. I didn't think of that one either. And that's also a very good one. So I love it. I love what you're bringing to the list. Oh, all right, Mia. We got. We've got we've got your number three, Mia. You gotta you gotta let us know yes. where we're going with this. All right, now we get into my serious ones. Okay. Um, my number three is Brandon Mac McGuff McGruff or whatever from Juno. <gasps> oh, interesting. Good. He's you know what I thought of them. That's a that's a parenting combo that is. I could walk into several people's houses right now and come across parents like those. Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they wouldn't like what their kids are doing, but mm-hmm. they realize it isn't about them. It is yeah. about what their children is are going through, and that they need to be present. Are they going to have an opinion? Absolutely, they're going to have opinion. <laughs> are you going to know about it? You can't get away from said opinion. But yeah. will they be there every step of the way? Yes. 
That's the most important part. And like, you can tell that these are two parents who, these are two individuals who were individuals first, Mm -hmm. then got together as a couple and had a child. This is not, this is not a, there is no codependency in that marriage. This is a very like, I am me and you are you. We agree on these things and we are now raising you person. So, and I, (laughs) I, I love that I could even imagine that for the two yeah. of them. For both the actors yeah. playing them, who are phenomenal, by the way. Oh, that's um, what I was going to say. Oh, Allison Janney. Oh, J.K. Simmons. Be in every yes. movie I ever watch. Please. Please. Also, also kudos. Kudos because those two actually look like they would make amazing parents together. Mind you, they would yeah. be rough and tumble parents, and they would be the wittiest parents. But... Yeah. After that, Allison Janney went on to be on television as a terrible mom for like eight years. On the show, mom, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she got it right the first the the first go round in the in the good movie. Now she now (laughs) she can just do the do the thing. Oh yeah, no, those are. Those are those are parents that you can easily see in another person's house. I could probably walk into a tra- stranger's house and potentially come across a par- parents like those. And that's uh, what I liked. I like the relatability of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And also in that movie too. Uh, who is it? Uh, Jason Bateman and Jennifer Gardner. Yep. Also that set of parents. Mm-hmm. Great. Also another great. I mean yes. that movie just is chock full of great parents. Yeah. So yeah. Well, Jennifer Garner is, I think, probably the great. Is the is she's shown as the very good one, and then in J. Bateman's shown as sort of like a creeper, like a he's selfish kind of a creeper in that movie. He leaves yeah, her, he pales on her, yeah, I think. Yeah, he but, does. but Jennifer Garner is like, she's yeah, she's a super mom, a mom. in that movie. Yeah, so, she's I like, no, I want good choice. I thought of Juno as well. Um, there mm-hmm. were a couple. Like Easy A was another one. It was you know a teen uh, court oh. comedy with like really well written idealized parents. Yes, um, yeah. Juno and, and and Easy A were kind of in the same category for me. And then uh, Easy A is um it's not J.K. Simmons. It's uh, Stanley Tucci. Is the Tucci. The Tucci. And again, you give me J.K. Simmons, you give me the Tooch, I'm gonna be happy. So happy. I, I want a movie where J.K. Simmons and Stanley Tucci are bald brothers doing anything. Yeah. <gasps> That would be, oh, be incredible. Could it just like could they it. own a restaurant and like talk about food or something? I love that. I want J.K. Simmons handles the 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 music yeah. part, and Stanley yeah. Tucci handles the food part. So J.K. Oh, Simmons Entertainment, Stanley Tucci Food. That's that's all I need. Yep. That's all I want right there. That's this this yeah, is the movie I want yeah. now. That's I need I, want I need the Bald Brothers Bistro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> colon the movie. <laughs> Oh man. Well, I'm going to segue directly from that nonsense into my number three, which yes. is a serious, <laughs> which is a serious one. Um, I okay. am back in live action, but I'm not away from single parents. Um, okay. And this one, my number three is Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. Ooh, I saw him. A good choice. Uh, also considered as well. It's one. It's cool. like uh, I know it's it's one of those classic stories, like the single day. And let me be very clear: like to kill a mockingbird, Atticus Finch. I know that the in the sequel novel, they Harper Lee writes him as pro- not the greatest dude. I think if I've heard that, I am very yeah, much talking about the Gregory Peck portrayal in mm-hmm. To Kill a Mockingbird, the film, because um, I mean. 
talk about what better dad could you want? Like it's a single dad, a widower, you know, a single widowed mm-hmm. dad who is mm-hmm. desperately trying to do the right thing by his two young children against the entirety of society essentially yeah. and yeah. he's just yeah. trying to protect an innocent black man and show his children that you can't be scared of mean people when you're trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. and holy right. crap what a good message that is like yeah. what yeah. a fa- like and this was one that amanda when i was putting my list together she's like did you put atticus finch on there i was like i didn't even think of him <laughs> and it, so yeah like he and i know again it's it's the 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 white savior warrior or whatever. And that's not the element that I'm really trying to focus on. It's Mm -hmm. more of Mm -hmm. the example that he was setting as a single father in that, in that situation. And just the backbone that those kids were willing, were able to witness with that character. It's, it's a good one. In my opinion, I think that he's, you know, it's written extremely sympathetically and Gregory Preck, even though he's like kind of a hard ass, it seems like he always comes across like super uncaring and a hard ass to me, but for whatever reason, I just totally believe him in that movie. I'm like, Oh, hold me on your knee. Like, I I love that. I love that choice. Oh, that's my number three. The bird. Well, my number three um, uh, is yet another couple, um, and I think that they were definitely, like, more in the background until maybe later on in the series, but uh, my number three are Molly and Arthur Weasley from Harry Potter. Okay, so so I went out of my way not to put them on the list, but they are such good parents, okay? They are. They're my number two. They're my they're my number they're my number two because they're, they're so, so good. good. You go you go first and it will come back around to me. But yeah. Yes. Um no, I'm so I'm so glad that they're your number two because they are they love all their kids so much individually for who they are. They do risk everything for their kids. They bring Harry into their lives as like a child of their own, as an orphan who doesn't have that. And make like Molly makes him a sweater. Arthur like defends him. Like they're just it's just like quintessentially like good parents who believe in their kids and want the best for them. Even if Percy's kind of an asshole and the twins, Fred and George, can be kind of a pain in the ass. Like they're still they love all their kids individually. And I think from a parent, that's all you can hope that they can be. If sibling rivalry and whatever aside, I think they're just lovely, wonderful parents, and they're badass. Like they definitely go to they're, yeah. they're part of the yes. they're part of the uh, Order of the Phoenix, the first round, Dumbledore's army, fighting in the second time. Molly kills Bellatrix. Super. That badass. was that was boss bitch oh, shit. That was gonna say <laughs> that to me. That one thing is like, don't you touch you bitch. <laughs> Oh, love it. So good. She, Molly honestly, got her Molly, moment. Molly is the superior strength, I think. And Molly Weasley I, is the yeah. core of that family. And I think so too. but yes, I, I, I'm with you for all the same reasons. It's they they had a lot of kids, but they were so strong, so yeah. caring, so loving. They took Harry in and protected him as their own. And literally, yeah. it's one of those like whenever they're when I'm reading the books or watching the movies, any of the scenes where it's Harry and the Weasleys, it's always yeah. that feeling of like. And I had great parents, but it's like, oh, yeah. I want that. Me and too. I had awesome parents. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, but I want. 
that. <laughs> One of my favorite things is realizing that on that clock, jail was an option because she really knew her kids. <laughs> and she knew her husband. I was like, yep. all right, Molly. All right. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, oh, so that. good. So, oh. yep. I, I, I'm with you. So that was, I know we popped on my number two, but I had to just align because no, same reasons, you. all same reasons. All right, thank Mia, you. your number two. We need to go back to you now. Um, my number two was listed a second ago, but it wasn't like listed. It was mentioned a second ago. And that's uh, the parents from EZA, Bill and Rosemary, hey! to their olive. Yay, the tooch! Yay, the tooch! The, the, the tooch gets number two. Look, like, don't get me wrong. Uh, mom was great, but yeah. really watching a, this is more of a personal note, but watching a healthy father daughter relationship mm-hmm. is some of the toppiest, teariest, goodniest stuff. Um, and <laughs> like, he's like, I would, t- I would take a, like, I would defend you. I would take a bullet for you. I would do anything for you. You are allowed to do as you want or as you need or please or whatever and i'm still gonna stand by you and everything that you decide he doesn't own his daughter he doesn't he's not standing there with a shotgun for the dudes which i find completely toxic i like he is not he's not that type of dad he is a real girl's dad that is what he is and i just oh that's so good if he were a fruit i would eat him yeah, I'm I think that way about Stanley Tucci that. just in general. Yeah, uh, same. Tucci <laughs> fruit. Tucci fruit. Tucci fruity. Tucci fruity. Feeling all Tucci fruity. Yeah, I definitely. I know. I, I I love it. I that one was that one was good because again, the EZA movie is fun to watch. It's just it's it's very well done adaptation mm-hmm. of that story. But mm-hmm. literally, like the 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 scenes of her and Stanley Tucci when he's like, "Listen, you're gonna go through some shit. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna support you. Like I love you, and and I got your back. Not gonna be easy, yeah. but you can mm-hmm. do it. You can do it. Yeah. But it's just like it was just so good. It's like very. It was good. So, also, yeah. Olive Dill and Rosemary. Come on, <laughs> Olive Dill and Rosemary. Yes, great, oh. great, super. Yeah. I'm getting emotional just thinking about that movie too, because that is so sweet, and it, that is mm-hmm. such a rare thing we see in real life and also in movies, mm-hmm. like just like that uh, 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 unconditional support. Um, anyway, my number two also falls along that similar line of the unconditional support, and that I don't remember their names. I just wrote them down as Elio Perlman's parents from Call Me by Your Name. Okay. Oh, oh man, they are just nice. Top-notch parents to the core of being so supportive of him and his choices in life and what he wants to do. On top of being supportive of, like, there's two other girls that don't have anyone that they kind of bring into their family. And then also being supportive mm-hmm. of um, Army Hammer's character as well. And letting, like, just, like, like, being so open to education and being open to uh, just, like, to the world at large. And also that fucking monologue that his dad gives him. I was going to say, that actor, man, what's the actor's name? I'm blanking on his name. I can't remember his name. Is, I'm also blanking. He was... He was in a handful of movies that one that year that, that, that came out. Year, the, 2017 killed it. And like that movie, because I read the book before I saw the yeah. movie and like reading the monologue, I cried at the break room of my old job uh, in like the I warehouse. Mean, it's, it's a beautiful and like just his speech of like it. Michael just the Stolberg. 
Oh, okay. still, that's it. Stel Stalberg. Yeah. The, um, just the, the idea of like, what a sad world it is. If you don't let yourself shine the way that you yeah. really are. Like, it's I just, know. it's, it's not even a, I'm telling you what to do. It's just like, yeah. come on. It's like, what a sad thing to do to right. rob yourself and everybody of something. It's a oh, man, the way it's that he gorgeous. delivers it. it I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So good. The, yeah, delivery, then Timothy Chalamet's, like, response to it, like, his just in the scene work of, of that specific scene of just, like, him taking that all in of his dad being, like, you got to live your life, you love who you love, accept that, and what, what, yeah, what a tragedy it would be if you couldn't live your life that way, and one day you're going to be oh, I need to watch and, this movie, oh my god. Oh my god, it is so, yeah. I... I will come the to theme song to that movie. I have that theme song because I love it, but I've never seen the movie, so okay. I I it's, guess I need to quality. do that. It's quality filming. Watch it with you because that movie is just oh my. It okay. In so many ways, as far as in my way I viewed filmmaking, the way I viewed like acting and just like also parent and child relationships. I saw that movie also. I think it came out when I was like I don't know twenty or something like that. Like you know, like it came mm. out a, bit, a minute ago. Um, Oh my! Oh no, it's a little older. Whatever, it doesn't matter how old I was. I don't remember, but it was like <laughs> it just hit me, and I was like, "That's so gorgeous." And then, like after reading the book and then watching the movie of just that monologue of just like that father being so openly accepting and also encouraging of like live your life mm -hmm. and don't let anything stop you from being who you are. Like that, just and the I mean that they do it a lot more eloquently in the book and the movie, obviously. But that was just the book. The there's a yeah. book. Oh, it was, there's a, like it was book. a book first. There's three books. I didn't know there were three. There are three? Jeez. I think there's two or three. They're trying to work on making a sequel, which I hope they make. Is it? Um, call me by call me by your name. Call me by their name. Call, uh, call me by a weird name. No, I think call me by my name. Names yes. the books. <laughs> the second one Call is me like, a name. Call me any name. Now, the second one I think is called Come and Find Me or something like that, I think. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, the, yeah. So, there's like a whole trilogy. And I believe well, cool. that that author at the very least, and Luca Guarda, the director, they want to make, yeah. I think they want to make more. I think it has to be once the actors are a little bit older, I think, because it's a little bit farther set in the future. So I hope that that happens. Is it, is it more of like a, almost like before sunrise thing where they come back together years later and, and yeah, they're connecting about kind of, their lives? Yeah, kind of like, yeah, because uh, Elio like kind of lives his life doing his thing. And then mm -hmm. I cannot for life remember Army Hammer's character's name. And I love uh, this. Let me, Oliver, uh, Oliver. Oliver, thank you. Yeah. Oliver, married, like the way that the first movie ends, married, like with family, all that stuff. They kind of just like reconnect again. Anyway, I, I talk about this and I can't remember anyone's fucking name. That's just how my life goes. But um, I think that the, that, you know, the parents, especially the father in that movie, the father-son relationship is just beautiful. Because, again, like you see a lot of toxic father-son relationships, too. Mm -hmm. Be a man and you can't do this and that versus like, mm -hmm. no, I accept you for who you are. Timothy Chalamet hits the jackpot of movie fathers. I'll just say that. Steve Carell, he had Steve Carell in that yeah, one beautiful boy, and the whole movie is about Steve Carell like destroying his life to save him. Yeah, for his son. So like, I just want to know. He was in that movie too. What is happening? Yeah. I need to watch these movies. Okay, all it's right, so all right. Fun. And then also uh, the movie I do. We're going to talk about Timothy Chalamet for one more second. Please watch the movie Miss Stevens. Um, just Miss Stevens. Oh. Miss Stevens. It has Lily Reinhardt from uh, 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 Riverdale. Uh, the act. I Lily haven't heard Lou. of that. I haven't seen that one. 
Rabe from uh, American Horror Story. Um, another guy from YouTube whose name escapes me. And Tim Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God, I've watched the movie like three times. It is so oh wow okay and heartbreaking and relatable. If you were ever a teenager, which we all were. Mm. Um, I uh, no, I went straight from like ten to twenty four. No, so you don't get it. But like, it's on Hulu. I think still, Miss Steven. Okay, it's an indie movie. No one yeah. saw it. Okay, it my first. I I did. I didn't see it. Speaking it so of uh, just a side side tangents for just half a second, gonna make a recommendation yeah. since we're calling since we're talking about Call Me by Your Name. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. The the year after that movie, the twenty seventeen. Yeah, in twenty eighteen, he did the Suspiria remake, and it's oh. fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome so Spirit. put that out there okay yeah well, it's him. got um dakota dakota johnson jackson what's oh, her I name from her. dakota johnson she, she's yeah. the a dancer in the movie and tilda swinton okay. is in it and it's just it's dope it's all so, our faves it's it, all our faves way you said tilda and my ears went like it's a i know me too Oh. She she might be in it in a couple of different places too, so keep your eyes peeled. Okay. Um, Tilda is okay. amazing. Yeah, I I I love the original. Don't get me wrong. I think the Dario Argento Suspiria yeah. is one of the greatest horror movies ever. But man, the remake it did some great great stuff. So Luca, so thumbs up for me. Yeah, his show. One more thing about him too, which you could just do an episode about him. But his show on HBO called "We Are Who We Are" is also awesome. Has I haven't seen Chloe, that either. Chloe Sevigny, or set how you how you however you pronounce your last name. She's oh, Chloe it. Chloe Sevigny. Yeah, like and then her son is played by one of the kids from the movie It, the remake. Um, mm. Not oh. one of the main. He's yeah, and but he's like a teenager now, and it was like basically like the the premise is they're set. She is a, a mil she's in the military and they move her and her son move around quite a bit and they get moved to this military base and them just kind of acclimating to life hmm. there him as a teenager trying to figure life out. It is everything and nothing at the same time where there's not a whole lot that happens, but a lot happens, you know, in that same Jack Jack Dylan great is it Grazer or Glazer? Grazer. Glazer. I love Jack he's Dylan Grazer. He's great. He's um, such a talented well, uh, I, they, I believe he's, uh, I believe they are non, uh, non. Oh, they, thank you, um, thank you. Non-binary. Non non I believe, I believe Jack Dylan is non-binary. Um, he's it's in that now. Luca movie, the new Pixar Luca movie. Um, oh! he's very good in that. He's awesome. I love him. I think he's phenomenal, and he's going to do very. I mean, they are going to do very, very great things. Um, I agree. They're phenomenal. Very excited uh, for that. Actor. They're yeah. very funny. Um, yeah. the Luca movie. Yeah. I, I, if you haven't seen it, I recommend the Luca new. It's not like the best Pixar movie they've ever made, yeah. but okay. but it's Jack Dylan Grazer is, is is very very good in it, and he has uh, they have some heartbreaking stuff. Hmm. So I yeah. thumbs up. I'm I am going to be checking out We Are Who We Are because I did not know okay. that this was the cast. Yeah, it, okay. it's great, and uh, yeah, they're they're awesome, and um, yeah. Anyway, sorry to... to no, it's okay. Uh, I realized no. that there is a set of parents that hasn't been listed, so I wonder if they are mutual number one. Should we all say our number one at the same time? Are we scared about that? I'm scared. You know what? I, but but maybe... But it, let me tease this. Maybe we should be a little spooked out by them? Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe. All are right. we ready? In, are we ready? And high five. Four, three, two, one.
It was literally not even a question. It was like all not right, at all. Movie parents was like, well, the Adams and then other four. Like, yes, yes, yes. Oh my god! Oh, my and and the thing that's so, I'll I'll I guess I'll start my my fan gushing and then I'll turn the tables over. But like they they fight and they argue, but yeah. they're very quirky and they're very real. But the movie isn't about them trying to be better parents or trying to no. be bad parents or learning or it's just they nope. are fan they are just a loving couple that are, adores each other and they are fantastic parents and they just happen to all be weird as hell. And, <laughs> Oh man! It was Another just thing a, with a bullet. Yes, they 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 love having sex. They do. They how it. how many parents in cinema love having sex with each other? Not many. I mean, not not, not, uh, not if it's not going to turn out very badly for everybody. Right. You know. Uh, like, I like antique fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's going to turn out bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they like sex. Yeah. It's not bad for right. the Adams. They're just like getting it out. Oh, I also love that they were supposed to be um, a parody on the time that they were they were brought about, and it's just like, oh, so a husband who is obsessed with his wife and they lo- enjoy dark things. Also, also in in one of the m- movies, they they had another baby because they enjoy having sex, That's and the second, the second one, and that yeah. baby was a quote unquote normal baby. They didn't even flinch. They yeah. accommodated their normal baby yeah. as if as if that was always going to be the plan. Mind you, yeah. Morticia looked miserable as fuck, but it wasn't about her. It was about the baby, and that's that all baby that had a little mustache. It was no one yeah. completely yeah. normal. It had a little Gomez stash. It was but, the mean, only thing. <laughs> and it is it is interesting. I've noticed. I'm actually going back to the list now and outside of probably mine with Andy's mom because I don't really know the actress mm-hmm. the actors who play these parents are adding the elements that I think I'm connecting to I mean Angelica mm. Houston and Raul Julia are yes. just perfect like it, yeah, I can't imagine are. anyone I didn't even watch and, and this isn't anything against and I've talked about my love for Oscar Isaac this isn't anything against him I just mm-hmm. can't bring myself to watch those new Adams Family cartoons because no. Morticia Adams is not Angelica Houston, and no, it just yeah, doesn't work for me. One hundred percent. Maria Bella is that who plays her? I don't know. I think it's actually uh, uh, somebody else. Hold on. Uh, but Oscar Isaac, everybody wanted Oscar Isaac in a live action. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Charlie yes. Theron. It's Charlie Theron. That's, that's, that's I don't. I don't have a problem yeah. with Charlie's, but she's she's not Morticia Adams. I'm so sorry. No, mm-hmm. I'm also shocked. That's who she who is playing Morticia. That's not. I can't. She has a sultry voice. She um, has. She yeah, has exactly. a sultry voice. That's why I would pick her. Um, it's but for, it's exactly. for the voice, and again, I don't have. I like. I think Charlize is very, very. Talented, what do we think about the Angelica new ones? Houston. What do we think about Catherine Zeta Jones and what's his name? Oh, there's new ones being made, right? Mm-hmm. Or have they been made? They're, one, they're I, in the making. I kinda am am pushing it down. Okay, I'm not thinking too much about it, honestly. Okay. It's I I'll see it when it comes out, but I mm-hmm. really feel like I I, I had the same actually. Uh, I had the same reaction when the witches 
came out recently because it's like mm. it's not Angelica Houston. I'm so sorry. It's not yeah. gonna and that one she's just Angelica one Houston is yeah, she's she's whatever movie she's in, that she's now the staple for anything that follows after. And it's just not yeah. gonna feel right. And it's not, that's it's the power she has. But yeah, especially with Adam's family. Like yeah. there's just something about She's just so stoic, but you're like, yeah. your mother, like, you would protect me, I mm-hmm. feel. I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I agree. And, like, just, I guess for me, in the personal perspective, like, yeah, she did Adam's Family, uh, a huge part of my life as a child. Then I started watching Wes Anderson movies, and she's in a lot of those. So, like, I yes, can't. Yes, yes. On top of everything else she's done, outside of those two things that I have personally seen, she is just, she's irreplaceable. So, I I'm no. not really excited. I, I, I mean, yeah, I'll see the new Adam Sandler movies. I have no interest in the animated ones at all. The live action, I'll see them probably, but like when they're like on Netflix or whatever, you know, I probably right. won't see them because I just, if I got to see a new Adam's Family movie with them all as adults, with like Christina Ricci as Wednesday and like, you know, like that whole cast, like I saw them all like now, like where are they now? 100%. I'll give you all of my money. I don't have a lot of it, but I would give it all of him. <laughs> Just and they can just show us a picture of Raul Julia. Um, I would love it. Yes. I know we haven't talked a lot about him, but he's so good as Gomez. Yes, like I, he's oh just, he's my the, god, the, the, con, the confidence of it, and how yeah. much he just adores Morticia and is like her yeah. slave essentially. And it's just yeah. he's so he's perfect. But you believe like, but you never would like cross him. You, he's never no. weak. He's just no. always. He's always romantic, but he's never weak or or shown he's to charismatic. be. He's charismatic. Yes. yes, yes. He also has the capability of being a bro. Yeah. yeah. Can I you imagine? That. Can you imagine? Okay, so okay, okay. So I saw a meme not too long ago, and the meme, the meme was uh, the Adams and the the O'Connells from the Mummy, and it and uh-huh. it's. Gomez and Rick, and they start dueling, and then now they're starting to talk about how much they love their wives, so now they're dueling even harder and professing which which one's (laughs) wife is better. Whereas um, uh, Morticia and Evie are just sitting there, and they're discussing books and history and, and like, darkness because Evie's fascinated by all that Reincarnation for some goddamn reason. And I was like, I I need this. I I need this. (laughs) That is really good. Right? I, right. Again, I could just uh, we every now and then like those. I, I grew up on the Adams Family movies. I loved watching those when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. They're so quirky and weird. And I mean, and you guys know me. I love like gothic, scary, spooky yeah. stuff. And yeah. so it was just it's right up. It was right up my alley. But then I had watched them in a handful of years. And then when our younger daughter or our older daughter was like four or five, she saw them on. She saw it on streaming. And it was just mm. on and she loved it. And we, we watched him like six or seven times in a row, like in a couple of weeks and they hold up so well. They are so good. Like even as a full grown adult, I'm just like, this is just really, really great. Yeah. yeah. Professor. Get it. Put that it. light bulb in your mouth. I love it. Oh my God. I, yeah, that reminds me of when I was a kid and I saw them. Um, I used to have when my bangs would grow out my, grandma would call me cousin it just as my, generally i was wednesday but like when my bangs got <laughs> that was yeah oh god 
Um, I, oh, and and Courtney, I got we got to brag on you a little bit because you recently did uh, a, a comedy show, a Halloween comedy show. Yeah. And the market poster for it was Adam's Family themed. Did you? Who were you? I was Wednesday, and that was. Damn right, you were Wednesday. You were cute Wednesday. Oh, thank you. That was my demand, not demand. That was like, so I talked to the artist who's a good friend of mine and she's like, what are you thinking for this show? And I'm like, okay, here's a list of people here, all their headshots. I want it to be the Adams family and here's who I want everyone to be. But specifically, if you, if you can't make that work, I'm Wednesday, do whatever you want with everyone else. But here's kind of who I loosely cast for everyone. And so like, I gave it some thought, but I was like, above all, I am Wednesday, not Morticia, you know, it not, you know, thank you. Thank you. It worked, and so, uh, man, it's good stuff. That was that is a great pride. I have it hanging up. She the the artist was so nice, Holly, um, Holly Carden. Check her workout. She sells, she designs and sells puzzles that are like fucking amazing. Like we definitely got to link her work or something at some point because she's incredible. Um, but she sent me like a print of the poster, like like in like on like a on a cardboard mat and everything. So I have it hanging up above my office. So. Anyway, it was, yeah, I love the Adams family. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad we all agreed on that one too. Cause I was like, are we, it, is anyone else going to say it was it? so natural? It was so natural yeah. too. Cause no one yeah. had mentioned it, but I had not yeah. mentioned it on purpose. Cause I was afraid I was going to give my hand away. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and so, <laughs> Oh, I'm glad we were all on the same page on that. I, uh, I mean, obviously we, when we, pull our five together now i mean mia you always you always keep track but we know what number one is that one's pretty pretty we have we have one two and three um but i think four i think we can all agree on what four will be but five is what i'm struggling with so at four i put call me by your name because you're telling me all that stuff about dad over there and i'm like yo yeah (laughs) i need to watch that okay with that I'm Go okay with that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good so, with that. The next thing is um Let's see. Well, what do you have at two and three? Oh, two two's Weasleys and three is incredible. Right. Oh yeah. Perfect. Um five. so five I have um uh Bill Dylan Rosemary from Easy A, uh I would be okay with that one. That one is really that one is really good. I'd be okay with that yeah. one or the Juno one. Um I was going to I mean, try I, to go for um Juno one. Personally. Yeah. I like that I'm okay one with too. That. Because I'm okay with the, that. that one did cross my mind as far as like choices for like parents. Me too. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that too obvious? So that one definitely was in my consciousness um as far as parents go. I love it. I'm fine with uh, number five being Juno. I'm th- saying is a quality movie. Elliot Page is very good at it. Yes, I agree. and Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah gets typecast a lot, and he was typecast in that movie, but he he did it good type. Mm-hmm. I love Michael Sarah. Uh, Scott Pilgrim is one of my favorite movies. Nick and Nora is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Arrested Development, as we mentioned earlier, great. I um, yep. Of oh course. no, I mentioned in the other episode. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right. The rest of development is oh man, I could go on for days. We have a you sh- we have an old episode of like our favorite rest of development episodes. Um so <gasps> I'll, I'll 
I'll dust off my list and share it with you, Courtney. Oh, I okay. love that. Yes. Okay. okay. We, I think we've given Mia enough yes. time. To <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. So our top five parents in film. At number five, we have the Mac Guffs from Juno. Yeah. At number four, we have Mr. Perlman from Call Me By Your Name. At number three, we have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible from The Incredibles. Yeah. Uh, at number two, we have the Weasleys, uh, the Weasleys parents edition uh, from Harry Potter. And uh, for number one, we have Gomez and Morticia Adams from The Adams Family. Yay! Man, and number number one by a big margin, too. By a big they, margin. They're they up on a pedals. They should, you know what? I would totally watch. Uh, you know they had that couples therapy show or whatever on Showtime or HBO? Yes. Mm -hmm. Couples therapy, but the, the counselors are Morticia Dude. and Gomez. <gasps> oh, I would love that. Oh my god! So like okay, the, but we need the couples a short... are sitting there. The couples Someone are sitting there like we just we just don't love each other anymore. And I think the fizzle has died, and they're like, "Have you tried really? coughing us? Yeah. <laughs> Have you, you tried, tried wearing more black? Yes. Oh. Do you have a graveyard in your front yard or backyard? No right. graveyard. No, that's why. Uh... <laughs> I oh, we see I the problem. It. That was um. Oh my god, that was so perfect! I had no idea because it was such a broad topic that we all came pretty close to a lot of them, but specifically number we one. We really did. But I mean, I, I uh, man, I was shocked. I literally wrote down like write that. a script for uh, Adam's counseling because that is that would make an incredible short film. I'm sorry, oh, I make incredible. And here, here's the thing. And I even brought like a game to the table for today, but I think we're all going to say the same thing. So the game was going to be Hollywood adoption. And I was going to ask oh. you, which Hollywood parents would you want to adopt you, uh, you know, and raise you. And I think all of us are going to say the Adams. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I planned the game ahead of time, but man, whiff. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> Adams, I think, you know, if we were to all be adopted by Hollywood families, all mm -hmm. of us okay okay well let's put it this way uh, courtney we know you'd be wednesday i would be yeah. tuesday um i would obviously be pugsley <laughs> come on we're we have to be serious <laughs> i would obviously be pugsley and, and mia you would just be like morticia jr i guess his name already starts with m uh sure or or mustache baby oh. <laughs> well, that's what you want Honestly, no, man, I would love to be we'll pull your, Morticia's let's pull sister. Your hair in, in, in front of you. <gasps> Cousin in it? Hold up. Oh, yeah. oh, here we go. Yes. Oh, what? Oh, the PC. See, this is why this is why you watch the show yeah. on YouTube. And this is why you watch it on the Project Nerd app because of this exact thing right now. Uh, that was amazing. Uh, that was you, Mia. You're the most beautiful cousin that I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you. Even 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 the one that was wearing the fedora in the movie. The oh, yeah. Honestly, you're the prettiest out of all of us, and you're covering your face. What a travesty. And that's up. And it's up. We're gonna fight one day. Uh, We're gonna fight one day. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy a, a red. I'm gonna red eye to Texas, and we can fight. <laughs> Deal. Ooh. 
uh that uh well that will actually wrap us for the list my goodness we have we have listed some good parents i'm I'm telling you we people don't need to go to barnes and noble and buy no self-help how to parent books what to expect when you're expecting just watch these movies and then do what they do and you'll be like the best parent that's ever been a parent of parenting so i as always Thank you all for listening to another episode of High Five Colon, the podcast. This has been an extremely fun and enlightening conversation. And honestly, if your parents aren't listening to our show, make them subscribe. Make them listen. Start with this one and shame them and say, why aren't you as good as these movie parents that Jay, Courtney, and Mia have been talking about on this episode? Uh, You know what? Thanksgiving had just passed. We're sure your family hates each other anyway. So go ahead and lay it on them. <laughs> oh, uh, have a good one, everybody. Until next time, I've been Jay. I'm Courtney. And I'm Mia. High five. Yay. We have reached the end of another High Five the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com got that or connecting with them on facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on twitter at high the number five the podcast instagram at high five the podcast or on letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast don't forget to subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? (laughs) Maybe. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut! Printed! What happens in the next reel? Cut! Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut! That's a wrap! That's a wrap, people! Now let's get the hell out of here.